0: Welcome to Truth Talk, this is your host Larry Bryant, and the truth is out there. If you're willing to seek it, you can find it. You know, um, there there are mysteries of the Bible, there are things that are sort of hid for a little while, but God likes to reveal himself to us. And so, uh, uh, you know, let, let's, let's seek him. You know, this is uh, a time of year that... Uh, <laughs> um that we talk about seeking Christ a lot but really it's um it's a year round thing um and today we're going to get started and uh, we're going to uh, uh continue in, in Luke um we talked uh, uh about Mary uh uh, being visited by the, the angel, and uh, told her, to, you know, f- you know, fear not, <laughs> you know, don't be afraid, uh, but, uh, uh, you know, you're going to uh, have a child. You know, the Holy Spirit's going to overshadow you, and you're going to uh, give birth, and the child's name will be Jesus. And uh, matter of fact, that was back over in uh, uh, Luke uh, chapter 1. We, we talked about that. Uh, you know, the angel said, uh, Mary, you've, you've found favor with God. Behold, you'll conceive in your womb and bring uh, forth a son and he uh, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great. Well, boy, that's an understatement. He, he will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom, there will be no end. (laughs) Amen to that. You know, know, God's kingdom is is forever. It's uh, uh, it's everlasting. You know, it's not like uh, earthly kingdoms that uh, come or go. You know, same. Some may last a hundred uh, years. Some may last a thousand years or more. But uh, you know, these earthly kingdoms uh, they're, they're, they all have an end. And um, uh, but, but God's kingdom, you know, this kingdom of heaven is uh, everlasting because it's within the hearts of the of the believer. So, you know, if we l- look here at, uh, you know, Mary's already. Uh, receive word she's going to, um, give birth, you know, after, uh, she got this word, um, you know, the angel also told her that her cousin, uh, Elizabeth was already, uh, you know, she's old, but she's, she's, uh, having a child too. And, um, so she goes and, and visits uh, Elizabeth, and, of course, that's John the Baptist. And when Mary got there and, and uh, greeted Mary, talked about uh, uh, John, uh, who's in his mother's womb, leaping for joy and uh, being filled with the Holy Spirit along with with Elizabeth. And so um, here in chapter 2, we'll uh, take a look, and it says, uh, And it came to pass in those days, that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. (laughs) Yeah, so the Roman emperor, um, he made a decree. They were going to uh, count all the people in in the Roman Empire so we can tax them. Uh, The purpose of that um, world census was to be able to tax people more efficiently and so on and you know like we said Mary had been visiting um Elizabeth she was there for uh, uh, about the last 3 months of uh, Elizabeth's pregnancy but you know she comes back home and uh, so some time has passed here and you know this uh, Roman decree is, has gone out remember um Joseph and Mary uh they live down here in in Nazareth and so Uh, you can see how God orchestrates things. You know, here he used uh, the Roman emperor. He moved upon his heart to uh, have a census uh, so that prophecy can be fulfilled because, uh, you know, the prophets talked about, well, that he, well, the son of God, you know, the Messiah, he will be called a Nazarene. So he's, you know, he's from Nazareth, but uh, it also uh, talked about him coming out of Egypt, and and uh, but it also talked about him being born in Bethlehem. So if you if you can imagine, if you're a um, you know one of these rabbis and you're trying to figure it out, you know some, sometimes when we're going through something, um, it, you know the, the the water's a little muddy, and and sometimes we can't uh, see clearly everything i mean i can i can understand you know a rabbi looking there and reading the scriptures okay the messiah is going to be born in Meth- bethlehem but wait a minute he's going to be called a nazarene so he's he, that means he's from nazareth well how can you be from nazareth and also be from bethlehem and then wait a minute another scripture talks about uh, uh, about him coming out of egypt now so you can see how that would be uh confusing um you know, before the birth of Christ, but you can see how God just worked it all together, sort of like that jigsaw puzzle. You know, everything fits together perfectly um, in due time, you know, due season, due time. Yeah, you know, if we look on down here, um, verse 4, said Joseph was also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea. in the end yeah so Mary and Joseph they've traveled here because by law you know they have to register um, uh, for the census and so um, you know they've gone there uh, and uh, you know people will say well you know why was uh, Jesus born in, in a in a barn <laughs> you know why is he born in the stable uh, well it wasn't because Joseph didn't have money it's because the end's full. You know, for example, you know, I'm from Louisa, and so my my dad my grandpa and stuff, and so uh, let's say the government says, okay, you, uh, we're going to take a census. You know, they do do census, but they if they said, okay, you got to go back to your grandpa's uh, or great-grandpa or your great-great-grandpa's place of birth, you know, <laughs> well, if... Uh, if everyone whose great 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 grandpa was uh, from the Louisa area had to converge on Louisa, a small town in eastern Kentucky, um, you know the population of Louisa is only about two two thousand, but. Uh, here you could have tens of thousands of people coming in there. And so not a lot of places to stay. You know, Motel 6 is full. <laughs> and so, so that's what happened here with Joseph. And so they, they go, they take what they can get, uh, and, and they go to the, to the barn, so to speak, uh, for Jesus to be born. But that was, uh, uh, you know, that, that was probably preordained too and if you look there you know it says that uh, when he's born they wrapped him in swaddling cloth now the the bible you know is like any other uh, good piece of literature you know it, it is a spiritual book okay first and foremost it is a spiritual book but as you're reading this uh, there's a lot of symbolism in the writings of the bible uh there's a lot of uh, foreshadowing <laughs> you know if something is uh, if there's a foreshadow it's something that's uh, taking place that's sort of picturing something in the future you know it's showing something that's going to happen in the future you know that symbol that symbolism and so on and so jesus is wrapped in swaddling clothes and really, that is sort of uh, foreshadowing um, the death of Jesus Christ, because th- there's a connection here. There's a symbolic connection with Jesus being wrapped in swaddling clothes. Well, first of all, um, you know, newborn babies they like to be wrapped tight, okay. Uh, because they've been wrapped tied in their in their mother's womb, right? And so it just feels good on them. They're peaceful. Um, you know, they're they're more at rest. And um, uh, so so that's with human uh, babies and so on. But here it was the custom of the day. First of all, around Bethlehem, uh, that is an area that uh, traditionally, um. Uh, the uh, um, sacrificial lambs uh, were raised there, you know. In Jewish tradition, um, you know, once a year you had to uh, um, have sacrifice, you know, to get uh, uh, your sin sort of put off for another year and your for you and your family. And so, uh, you know, a, a lamb would be sacrificed, one without spot, without blemish, and so. Uh, it was customary that these uh, shepherds, then, that you know, these shepherds that are around Bethlehem, they are raising the uh, the sheep, um, these lambs that's going to be uh, um, uh, used for the sacrificial offering uh, for the Jewish people, and so Jesus is born right there in the midst of where these sacrificial lambs are 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 give, given birth and it's also the tradition that shepherds would wrap these young uh sheep you know when they the when are birth they would inspect them and stuff of course the high priest has to inspect them later but uh you know they would wrap them in those swaddling cl- uh, cloths uh, and lay them in a manger now a manger is a feed a feeding trough but these uh um, the mangers were, were stone mangers um, here that was being used and so um, by wrapping these uh, young lambs up it's protecting them you know and they're laying them in there in that uh, stone manger and so um, the swaddling cloth is protecting them from getting blemishes and so on you know to, because they might want to Uh, jump around bump around and uh uh, you know and so it can help them prevent them from being scarred um and so we see jesus you know this this is what they do to the sacrificial lambs and the very same thing is being done to our lord and savior who is referred to as the lamb of god right (laughs) yeah he is referred to that um you know the. Uh, let me say something else about about sheep at this time. Um, you know there there's some people that want to argue about um, well you know December 25th that's not really when Jesus was, was born. You know I don't know if it was or not, uh, but um, I don't really care. You know uh, in my family sometimes uh, uh, you know uh, you know our, one of our kids may have a birthday. That might be on a Thursday, but we'll all get together and celebrate it on a Saturday because that's when we all can get together. Um, but some people don't you know, want to be contentious, and they say, well, Jesus was really born in the spring, and their logic for that is that, uh, well, because uh, lambs uh, give birth, you know, they do their birthing there in, in February and March and so on. Well, um that is a truth but it's not the whole truth <laughs> um there european lambs uh, uh european sheep american sheep do typically give birth in in around february march you know that that time period or you know early spring um but there is a breed of sheep there in the middle east and um, uh, the Swanee or something like that, I think is one of the, uh, the breeds, but, but these, um, uh, these middle Eastern sheep, uh, they're commonly referred to as a, a, fat bottom sheep because their front shoulders are very narrow and their, um, hind quarters are very broad, you know, like, you know, so, some of us, you know, we, we got, uh, big rears and, and so these types of sheep do too, um, but the, the, the thing about this breed of sheep, uh, they give their birth to their lambs starting in uh, late November and December and, and January and so on. And uh, so that would have been the birthing season for for those types uh, of lambs. So uh, uh, like I said, for, for most people, uh, it, it really doesn't matter. That's the day that we celebrate it. Uh, for Christmas uh, but you know there's always some people that uh, want to be contentious about things well there's some other facts that uh, yes it, Jesus could have been born at that time uh, because there are breeds of sheep that give birth at that time too so um, we'll take a, a a brief pause and uh, we'll come back and talk a little bit about the manger in just a second.
1: Join us as we change
0: the world. Well, welcome back to Truth Talk. Um, here we're, we're talking about uh, Christ being born of Mary uh, there in Bethlehem. And he's wrapped in swallowing clothes, and we've, we've talked about that. And he's laid in a manger. Now, a manger is a uh, feeding trough. And I'm sure they, you know, cleaned it up and stuff, and the um, traditional ones there in um, in Israel would have been made of stone, you know, not a wooden trough or something that we might have here in Appalachia. But, um, um, you know, it's interesting that it's a feeding trough, and, you know, isn't Christ referred to as the bread of life, <laughs> Um And, um, you know, Christ uh, multiplied the bread um, there as they fed the the multitudes. Um, You know, another interesting fact, uh, at least to me, is that the name Bethlehem actually means house of bread. So here you have, you know, the Lamb of God being wrapped in swallowing cloth and he's also the bread of life um and was birthed in the house of bread <laughs> and when we take communion you know uh, the that bread represents the body of christ doesn't it um yeah so Everything sort of ties in together there. You know that Last Supper, uh, Jesus said, "You know, take this is my body, uh, which uh, which is given to you." Um. So he offers himself to us. Um. You know he's food for our souls. Um. You know there's substance. <laughs> you know we get we get nourishment from food. I think Christ nourishes us in many, many, many ways. Um, Yeah, we see that the uh, – yeah, if we look here uh, on down in the verse, uh, so after Jesus is born, he's wrapped in swaddling clothes, he's laid in a manger. Yeah, verse 8 of chapter 2 of Luke Says, now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, you know, fear not. <laughs> fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. <laughs> you now, this great joy isn't just to the Hebrew people. Uh, it's to all people. <laughs> Christ is for all of us. And they said that uh, for, uh, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Christ means the anointed one. And, and this will be a sign to you, which, uh, and, and you will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angels a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men." Now, imagine you're you're one of these shepherds and it's your job to watch over these uh, sacrificial lambs, you know, uh, uh, these sheep and giving birth to these sacrificial lambs and so on. And the angels appear before you and tell you uh, tells you about a a uh, a savior being born (laughs) and he's wrapped in swaddling clothes. That's something that you do to your sacrificial lambs and he's laid in a manger that's something else that you that you do so to these shepherds uh i think that they realize the full meaning uh, of what's going on here and uh, if we look um, in verse going on in the chapter verse 15 And all those that heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. (laughs) You know, Mary's a good mother. She's remembering all these things, and she's thinking on them. She's pondering them. Says, then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they uh, had heard and seen and and was told them. Yeah, you know, so Jesus, um, the, these shepherds do a great thing. They're, you know, they're they're telling the world, you know, hey, we got a new savior. <laughs> you know, this is what the angels told us. And look, here's here's uh, Mary and Joseph and, and, and the babe. <laughs> you know, the the Lamb of God. Um, you know, they let it be known. So they were, uh, you know, they, they were excited about this. And people were marveling uh, about it. You know, it's, it was hard for them to, to comprehend. You know, you're, you're living it in, in the moment. And, you know, is, is this, can this really be it? Is this true? On down in verse 21, it says, and when uh, eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb then down in verse 22 goes on says and when the days of her purification according to the laws of moses were completed they brought him to jerusalem to present him to the lord as it was in the law of the lord so, the law of the lord says every man who opens the womb shall be called holy to the lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said uh, in the law of the lord uh, and a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons so Mary and Joseph are keeping the law. You know, it's, it's the law that when you have a firstborn son, you know, you go and give an offering. You're given an offering there at the temple. And so they go to do that. And then down in verse 25, it says, and behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was uh, Simeon. And this man was just and devout. You know, he's a real good guy. Uh, He's waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been um, revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought the child Jesus uh, to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, lord now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word for my eyes have seen your salvation which have been prepared before the face of all people a light to bring revelation to the gentiles and the glory of your people israel <laughs> yeah so so simeon here he's an old man but he's a good man he's a devout man he's he's uh Someone that loves God, and he's waiting to see the Messiah, that uh, consolation of Israel, and and God had revealed it to him through the Holy Spirit that he's not going to die until he sees the Messiah, and so he's at the temple, he sees Mary and Joseph, he sees baby Jesus, and the Holy Spirit lets him know, hey, this is this is the one that you're waiting on, and so he holds him up and blesses him. And, um, you know, he says, my eyes have seen your salvation. Yeah, a lot that brings revelation to the Gentiles. So he's prophesying here. He, you know, he, he's proclaiming that Jesus isn't just to the, to the Jewish people, but he's to the Gentiles as well. Verse 33 says, and Joseph and, and uh, his mother marveled at those things that were spoken of him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign which will be spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. So if that wasn't enough, you know, you got this old guy that uh, God had told him, hey, before you die, I'm going to let you see the Messiah and he sees him and he blesses him and lets lets the world know hey i'm i'm ready to go, to go now you know god is has uh, allowed me to to see the uh, you know his salvation but then down in verse 36 it says and there was uh, one anna a prophetess um yeah and eh, eh, talks about her so here's another uh, you had an old man now you got an old lady So she was of great age had lived with her husband seven years from her virginity so and, and this woman was a widow of about 84 years and uh, uh, she never uh, departed uh, uh, the the temple she served god with fasting and prayer night and day and coming in that instant she gave thanks to the lord and spoke of him to uh, those who look for redemption in jerusalem so anna anna's talking about jesus too hey this is the redemption Yo, know, all those that's look for the redemption in Jerusalem, that this is him, this is him. So uh, two holy people, you know, recognize Jesus for for who he is. Then the um, the rest of the chapter there talks about how that uh, um, you know that they they had performed all the things according to the law of the Lord. And they went back to Galilee, to their own city of Nazareth, and that Jesus grew and become strong in the spirit. He's filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Then it talks about, uh, you know, it was their custom to come back uh, to Jerusalem for the feast of Passover, when Jesus is twelve and they come back there and do a passover and then they they leave and it's 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 the whole family all the aunts uncles cousins you know whoever else and um when they left uh, to go back home they uh, traveled about a day and then they stopped for the evening and they uh, found out jesus wasn't with them you know they thought he's over with the cousins or something and uh, so started going around hey is jesus over here is jesus over there so, so they had to go back to Jerusalem and search for him and uh, tells that uh, um, after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And they all heard and were astonished uh, at him. And uh, of course, Jesus famously said, you know, why are you worried? You know, you shouldn't know I'd be in my father's home. And be about my father's business. So until next time, this is your host Larry Bryant with Truth Talk.
1: We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.